Blog Talk Radio. to the show where else can you listen to big brother house guests survivor castaways and the amazing racer racers that's right here at the rad reality show network and we have so many other guests um tonight we have special guests everyone sit back and enjoy because you know what you know what day it is it's monday that means it's manic monday and that means it's time for Everyone that's listening somewhere else on the internet, welcome to Manic Monday. Hey everyone, Cherry Garcia here. I want to welcome Big Brother, Survivor, Reality Rally, Reality TV, and Manic Monday fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's Monday, April 18, 2016. And I hope you've all had a wonderful weekend. I know Mondays aren't everyone's favorite day of the week, but that's why I'm so glad you're here tonight for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She can turn your Monday frown upside down because there's never a dull moment on Manic Mondays. She's also known to many as the Portuguese princess from Providence. And tonight, she's got a special guest on the show who happens to be from the East Coast, too. He's on Survivor, Worlds Apart, and get a chance to meet him or you just understand who he truly is on social media. You'll adore him forever. His name is Dan Foley, and he's going to be joining Michelle tonight, and they're going to be sharing stories because they just got back from Reality Rally, and 
with over 100 reality stars there, you know there's some great juicy stories coming back from Reality Rally. They're going to talk about Survivor Co-Wrong, and they're also going to talk about another reality TV charity event on the East Coast that's coming up called Rodney Bowl. And who knows what else. So if you'd like to call in and talk with Michelle and Dan, please do so by dialing one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. Just listen to the prompts on the switchboard once you call in. And remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. All right, let's get this show started off with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Welcome, my Michelle Costa. How are you? What's going on, Cherry Pie? What's going on, everybody? I'm back. The princess is back with her voice. Oh, my goodness. Until I lose it again, that'll be the the next time I have some sort of event, which would probably be uh, I uh, just booked my tickets to the Big Brother Canada 4 finale party. So be prepared for me to not have a voice when I come back from that. Welcome, everybody. It is Manic Monday. We are we have an amazing show tonight. I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat room and everybody who's listening. I'm excited for tonight's guest. Mr. Dan Foley from Survival World Depart is going to be our guest. Uh, we'll be talking, obviously, about Reality Rally. That was his first year he attended. I can't wait to hear what he thought about it. And also Survivor, and if you guys saw it last week, and if you missed it, you got to go get your DVR, go check it out. It was insanity. So we'll save that talk for when Dan comes up. I cannot wait to hear what he thinks, because I had my mouth to the ground and was watching it like, is this really happening? It was pretty I know. Epic. I know. It was so crazy. Cray, um, cray. Cray, cray. There's a lot going on everywhere right about now. Um, Of course, uh, today was the Boston Marathon. Um, So I actually was working in Boston, but I uh, was not near um, the race, luckily. So, um, you know, I've had myself my share of scares um, with uh, the Boston Marathon. So I'm glad everything uh, went smoothly. Congratulations to everybody who participated um, also, thinking about everybody in Ecuador, too, they, they they dealt with a big earthquake there. And also Houston. Japan's had dealing with, two big ones. Yeah. yeah now Ecuador. Yeah. And Houston is so, flooding. Houston, we've got a problem. 
Yeah, Houston, we have a big problem. We, we're sending our wishes out to them as well. Um, just stay safe, you know. Listen to what the uh, uh, police in the fire department are telling you. If they're telling you to leave your house, leave your house. If they're telling you to stay in your house, stay in your house. Just listen to them. They they know what to do. So um, please be they safe, everybody. They were even telling government workers to stay home. Yeah. And, you know, today's tax day. They were telling them, don't even bother going to, to the post office to send in your taxes. We'll give you guys a delay. Um, I hope everybody uh, was able to get their taxes out. Uh, their stadium is even underwater. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, goodness. It's bad. I mean, it's tonight. really bad. Yeah, and uh, I hear I saw one water rescue coming. with a, a guy that had an eight-foot... Um, monster truck that went and saved a lady who was stranded on her uh, second floor porch and he had a monster truck and went and and saved her off of her porch I mean it's just awful down there I think they've had a thousand water rescues since last night oh my goodness and it's it's continuing Um, as I I saw it they they had a um, reporter who was actually in the middle of doing a live show reporting about the floods and he went out and actually saved a guy in a car on live TV. And I saw that. And saved him. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's just jump all of our thoughts and prayers. Yes. And also uh, we're going to talk about Big Brother Canada for in a little bit, but I just want to send thoughts and prayers out to Ramsey. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have oh. seen this um, on online. Um, Ramsey um, took himself out of the game uh, due to some uh, family uh, illness. His father uh, had to go into emergency surgery. So, um, you know, it's just a game and family is family. And uh, the decision that he made to leave, um, uh, you know, it's very honorable. And especially, you know, when you're in that house, you know, especially as far as he made and he's played such a good game so far. Um, to be with his family. So we're sending out love to Ramsey as well. Um, sorry, that's my house phone. No, I can't answer it right now. We'll call back later. <laughs> um, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the American Grit premiere. <sighs> did you watch American Grit? Oh, you know I did, girl. He, we've had oh. Jim on both your show and Louis' show. He was on Louis' show last night. Oh, my goodness. Um so we had a lot of fun. Um, obviously, Jim and myself and Louie were there. And we were also joined by Rodney and Carolyn from Survivor, um, which was a surprise because I actually was with Carolyn at Reality Rally. And I looked at her and I'm like, what are you doing here? She goes, I'm just so happened to be here on um, for work. And Rodney told me about this, so I figured I'd come. So it, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, all of the CBS shows there, Amazing Race, Big Brother, and Survivor. Um, also, uh, Rodney did talk to me about his, um, reality event that he's doing, um, against bullying, um, and it's called Rodney Bull, and, um, that's going to be happening in October, and he did say he will be coming on to talk about it, um, uh, as he's got some things panned out, and as soon as that happens, he will call in. I also want to let you guys know that next week, um, our guest, will be Big, Bre- Big Brother Canada 3, um, Cindy Withens. And that's right, Cindy with an S, guys. Don't don't put a C. It's an S. 
So be prepared Cindy for that. Cindy with an S. Wait. Cindy with an S. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. Um, so uh, the American Grit premiere. So we were all in there, and I'm like, oh, my God, please don't tell me Jim is going to be, you know, um, in the uh, – the final competition to see who leaves or not, and there he is. The circus, Tim, yes. Chris, yes, the circus, that's right, and it was a circus. I mean, I'll tell you what, two people right now that's on my shit list, well, one it, is no longer there, Chris, what a jerk. Oh, my gosh, how disrespectful. The biggest jerk, isn't it ironic that he gets out first? He, it was so talk, deserving. They needed to get him out first. We asked Jim about that last night, and we asked, you know, um, Louie asked him, was he really that big of a jerk? And Jim said, you know, I really, he was the one person in the house that I just sort of avoided, and I really didn't get to know that well. And I told Jim, I said, you know, Jim, you have a great sense of character, and there was yeah. probably a very good reason you didn't get to know him because you judge people very well. And there was a good reason you didn't get to know that, that guy in the house because you could judge that he, you know, wasn't, he didn't have a good character about him and had that ability to, to talk people. to somebody like that. And he talked to a, an American hero like that. And I know. I mean, who, who just does overall that? overall douchebag. Yeah, he's just a douchebag. I mean, you know, he's pompous. He thinks he's better than everybody else. Um, I, I just didn't like the way he, he was at all. And I loved it when uh, Jim gets called up to go into the circus and then Chris kind of like, you know, goes, let's go, Jim, and Jim says, listen, don't touch me, and if we were in the streets back home, I would have kicked your ass, and I was like, yes, the whole place was going nutty, I, I, I loved it, it was awesome, he held his ground, um, and then I don't like Maria, I don't like Maria, she, you know who I'm talking about, right, the one that's actually on Jim's team. Right. She is like, oh, let's put Jim up because he's an old man. I'm like, honey, he'll run circles around you. You know, she's like the female version of Chris to me. I think her and Chris should have been on a team together. Um, I just, I just, something about her is just off, and I, I don't like her at all. Um, but as we saw, I hope you guys all saw American Grit, um, Jim held his own. And he held on and um, made it through the circus. Whew, that was a yep. close one. Um, it was definitely a close one. And I think that if Chris didn't uh, kind of do his little one-arm moves in the beginning and his yawning and all that, I mean, he might have done well. But, you know, he dug his own grave and he jumped in it, Cherry. So now We found out uh, something else last stuff. night. We found out something else last night that was interesting what, what, from what? Jim. Ooh, because he was in the circus last night, or because he was on the circus this this time around, he's exempt from being put in the circus this next show. Ooh, good. So he's at least good till 
the third round. So okay. they cannot put him in the circus next time. Oh, good. That's so, good news. I did not know that. Good. Yes, I know. So I wanted to let you know that because that was sort of news to us too. And I wanted to let you know that he can't be put in next time. So I like we don't that. have to worry about our gym next time. Yay. Maybe Maria Yay. will be the one to put in if they don't if, if Team Red doesn't win then maybe it'll be Maria going in. We don't know, but it won't be Jim. It won't be Jim. So <laughs> that's a good plus. Okay, that makes me super happy. Um it's so nerve wracking watching somebody that you're, you know, that's a good friend of yours, you know, um, on a show like that, you know, it's your stomach just does these turns and you're like, Oh my God, nail biter. And it was so funny. Adam Pock sent me a message during it. He says, tell Jim, if he loses the circus, I'll never talk to him again. He was just joking around, (laughs) but, uh, I'm glad to tell you Adam Pock that, uh, you can talk to to Jim, continue talking to Jim because he made it through. Um, okay, Michelle, there's one more show that I have to tell you about. Okay. I know you hate when I do this, but... No, I don't hate it at all. Go ahead. I love it. There's a show called Alone. It's on the Alone. History Channel. It's Story only starting life, at, It's only starting <laughs> second season, and okay. they take, they take um, 10 people who are somewhat outdoorsy, and they take them up to... Um, Oh, gosh. Now, where is it, babe? He's sleeping. They take him up to Canada. I can't remember exactly where it is now. Um, But it's up in the cold parts of Canada, and they drop them off, and they each have their own plot of land in the bush up in Canada. And they've been given a list of 50 items that they can choose from at home to bring with them. They can only take 10 from that list of 50 and that's like a sleeping bag, a knife, a pot, you know, whatever, you know, things like that. They Mm -hmm. go up to um, train for like a week in learning that there are black bears, there are wolves, there are um, like tigers, that kind of thing up there in in this area, and there are plenty of them up there. They get dropped off alone. Oh, and they also get trained to use five different cameras because when they get dropped off alone, they don't get a cameraman. They don't get crew. They don't get anything. They are totally alone. When they get dropped off, they they take their cameras and whatever they brought with them, and they're totally alone, and... They have to build their own shelter, find their own water source, build, you know, everything from scratch and live there alone for as long as they can. And eventually each one drops out over periods of time until the last one is left living there. The last one made it 59 days and... The last one made that makes it wins five hundred thousand dollars. Now they're filming themselves. There's no, like I said, there's no camera crew. There's no anything. They get this little thing that looks like a walkie-talkie, and you lift up a piece of plastic and push a button, and you're tapping out if you hit that button. So 
it's so and interesting so are they, to watch are they them. Near each other? They got their own like no, they don't, acreage or whatever. Their own acreage. They don't ever ever see another person. Okay, so, it's so not they're like they're gonna run into each other or anything. No, and they they have to live you know totally alone with their thoughts and and thinking about home and that kind of thing. I don't want to go further because your guest guest is here, but it's so interesting so to what hear. What channel is that on again? It's on the History Discovery? Channel. And History Channel, okay. The History Channel. Right now, the first episode is making the cut, and that's how they chose the people to be on the show, and what they go through to get get on the show, and what they go through to get prepared up there to be sent to their destination. So it's kind of important to see that first episode, and so they haven't even been put out on their acreage yet. Um, okay. But it's good to see that first episode. It's repeating a lot right now on the History Channel. And okay. then the first season will, you know, they'll they'll be sent out to their destinations on the next episode. But it's really a good show because you see what they go through mentally being left alone for that extended period of time and mm. just really interesting. So cool. Well, add it to the list I, uh, yes. of, of a million different shows that you've got to be watching. Thank goodness for DVR. I'll tell you that right now because uh, we wouldn't. The last one. Talk about that, a lot of these shows. The last guy that won it was so cool. He was reality TV gold. He was so good that he's now narrating the second episode of the show. He was just so cool. incredible. So let's bring up. All right, you guys. Your guest, we have Mr. Yes, Dan Foley with us. Welcome, Mr. Dan Foley. Good evening, ladies. How are you doing tonight? Wonderful. How are you? I am well. I am well, thank you. Hi, Dan. Hey, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, and I'm excited to have you back on Manic Monday. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your important day to come and chat with us here on Manic Monday. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm surprised you didn't block me on Twitter after the last interview, but uh, it's still nice It's nice to be invited back. Well, I wouldn't block you. You rock, Dan. You rock. <laughs> All right? And I like your little Beauty and the Beast gift. I like that. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Well, there's yeah. so much that I want to talk to you about and ask you about. Let's let's get um, uh, talking about Reality Rally first before we get into Crazy Survivor because let me t- my my jaw is still to the ground with what happened with Survivor last week. Um, <laughs> so we were able to I got to meet you finally, um, at finally. Reality Rally, yeah, finally, and um, just let everybody know because last time you were on the show we were trying to raise money um, for Reality Rally and it was your first time going so do you just want to talk a little bit about your experience with Reality Rally? Yeah I'd love to. It was uh, I had no idea what I was getting into none, zero Um, I had heard of it, I'd never gone to it, I didn't know anything about it I didn't have the slightest idea and it was uh, and I do that a lot. I just, I don't want to know. I just want to go into it with, with a clean slate with no mm-hmm. preconceived notions or, you know, or, or expectations. I just want to go and have fun. And uh, the, one of the only things that I did hear about it was that part was that uh, I wouldn't know anybody because I don't, I really, I don't watch a lot of TV in general. So 
So mm-hmm. I, I've, I've never watched Big Brother or Amazing Race or Naked and Afraid or anything else. And some, you know, Survivor's all I really watch. And uh, someone had told me that, you know, you probably you'll feel a little out of place because you won't know anybody. But I got to tell you, I felt just the opposite. Right, uh, you yeah. Know, there, was, there, were, there were so many people I didn't know, but everybody's story was new. It wasn't just another rehashed survivor story for your season or her season or their season or my season. It was Big Brother stories and Amazing Race stories and Naked and Afraid stories and, and Top Chef stories. And they, they were all cool, and I, I was just drinking every one of them in. And it was just, it was, a, it was just a, such a blast from the beginning to the end. Yeah, I mean, you've got such a huge amount of people there from all different types of reality shows, and you're right. You you just don't know what you're going to get into and if you're going to know anybody because they're from every type of reality show. They're from Canada. They're from all over the place. And, you know, it's funny because it's like we're total opposites in in one way, but at the same time, you know, you you have a connection with these people, and it's like you never met before. You know, I remember the, the first meeting that we had, um, you walked into the room and you, you know, we were all eating and I was like, oh, there's Dan. I gotta go say hi to him. I haven't met him yet. And so I came out and I was like, hey, Michelle. And you're like, hey, I'm like, come and sit on the table, you know. And uh, so you sat at the table with about I don't know, twenty of us. Oh, and um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I loved, you know, your story about how uh, determined you were to get on Survivor and how many years. Uh, you've been trying, and how many miles, like 25,000 miles you drove to go to different auditions and everything. Um, so, you, you know, you get to really learn about people um, and, and just experiences, and, and we're all kind of the same in, in you know, in the same boat. So uh, definitely it was awesome, and I'm glad that you got to experience that. Um, what were your thoughts on actually, you know, going to Michelle's place and seeing where the money that you got people to donate um, went to talk about that a little bit. It was. <clears throat> I'm really sorry. I've got a frog in my throat. Um, you know, you hear about all these 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 charitable organizations, and a lot of them you hear about um, that it turns out that you know an obscene amount of money goes to operating expenses or goes to CEOs' paychecks or whatever, and it's a very small amount of the money is going to what you thought you were actually donating to. And this whole organization, I mean, they showed us a video about the story of Michelle and, um, you know, why they started this whole organization. And, I mean, it may be cliche, but, I mean, talk about turning lemonade out of lemons you know, mm-hmm. and just preserving her spirit and preserving, you know, the love and, and, and the fact that she had this vivacious spirit and keeping it alive and spreading that joy. And every one of us, and I don't, I mean, I got to tell you, I mean, there's always a handful of people that are just there to party, but I think the majority of the people there really felt that and really wanted to get behind this and, and it was it was nothing short of touching, and it was it was really. I mean, I I cried. I when they yeah. were showing us the video of uh, you know the origins of Michelle, it was it, it really tugged on the heartstrings. And I, I you know I've got a a very very dear friend who had breast cancer, and she is currently in remission. Um, she okay. is hands down one of the strongest women I've ever met in my life, and I am so honored 
just to know who she is, uh, let alone be able to call her my friend. And, uh, you know, and I just think to myself, what would I do if, if this happened to my wife? I wouldn't yeah. even know, I, you know, and just even thinking about that, I just, I want to sit here and start crying. But yeah. it's just, it's so great to see Michelle's parents so deeply involved, so actively involved in doing good to help make sure that we can try to prevent this from happening to anybody in the future. And what a legacy. I mean, what a what an incredible way to, to keep someone's, you know, to keep somebody alive, you know, whether yeah. they're with us or not. And the fact that, you know, that I was even invited to something like this is it, it, nothing short of humbling. So yeah. and it, it was what amazing. you just said, what you just said, you said, you know, you, you couldn't imagine, you know, you wouldn't know what to do if that happened to you. But as we saw Michelle's place, they just don't get involved with the person who does have the cancer. They help the families out, Dan, which I, I think is wonderful because they kind of get lost. You know, they're, they're, they don't know what to do, you know, and they help out with the kids. They have a lot of um, meetings where they get together, the families, um, so that they know, you know, what to do next or, you know, what's the next step or just to have that support system. For me, Dan, it's like I think that instead of just being about the, the person, it, it helps the entire family out, which is huge. The peripherals that all tie together. Well, I was I was talking with Richard Hatch while we were there, and he said that his sister got a diagnosis of breast cancer, and the first yeah. call he made was to Michelle's place, and he lives in Rhode Island, and they're yep. like, no problem. What's her number? We will help however we can, and they wow. were all over it, and it you know, and it's just really it's just incredible. That's amazing. Wow, I didn't know that. That's that's crazy. I mean. It's just amazing to see, and I just want to say um, to anybody who donated, thank you very much. Uh, I also want to say thank you to all the volunteers. There was like 500-plus volunteers to the sponsors. You know, to yourself, Dan, for taking time out of your schedule and and, and going there along with all the other reality stars, and and Jillian for, you know, having this, um, uh, you know, idea of trying to help out Michelle's place. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, this woman puts in a Herculean effort every year to put this all together, you know, and she should really be commended. I mean, talk about, you know, taking your 15 minutes of fame and doing something really positive with it. And uh, seriously, I mean, mad, mad props to Jillian. Yeah, she's one amazing woman. Absolutely. You know, she's already she's already got the date to next year. She's already going strong for next year. She's oh yeah, she's amazing. She's absolutely yeah. The moment now, one did you one reality rally what? in, she's already working on the next next year. Yeah, her and I mean, all it of takes her an volunteers. entire year to plan it. Yep. Now, Dan, but, did you know the entire town in of Temecula is involved in it. Oh yeah, Temecula is amazing. What do you think about Temecula, Dan? Oh, it was it was really it was such a, a quaint little town that um, it was you know it had like that old west theme to it, and uh, it was really really nice. I bet they just they loved it. You know we're running through the town like maniacs, you know tearing through the farmers market and everything else, and every now and then people would just look at us going, "What the hell is going on?" And other people <laughs> were just they were. Cheering us on, they're like, yeah, go get them, go get them, and you know, and they were 
there was a lot of people who knew who we were when we ran through town and, you know, I'm focused on the, on the race and trying to, you know, and people would stop and say, Oh my God, it's Dan. Can I get a picture with you? Oh, of course I'd love to. Yes. Go team. Go. I'll catch up with you. And <laughs> you have to stop and you want to catch your breath and be pleasant and be polite. And of course I'm, I'm always thrilled You're when so somebody wants, you know, has, well, I'm always thrilled when somebody has something nice to say to me. And um, before we even started, it was a very nice lady. Um, I'm going to forget her name because I'm a bad person and I have, I'm just bad. I think her name was Courtney. And she said, my daughters love you. They love you. They're going to be at Station 3. Their names are Sage and Sienna. And I'm like, Sage and Sienna. And I said it like a hundred times over and over <laughs> in my head. And Because I'm so bad with names. I just said them again and again. And I just kept saying it. And then we finally got to Stage 3. And I'm like, oh, Stage 3. Which one of you is Sage? And her face lit up like Christmas. And she went, me. And I said, which one of you is Sienna? And she goes, oh, my God, he knows our names. And oh, I, man. Thought that, um, I thought these That's little I thought precious. And, they, and, and they were young. They were young girls. They were like, you know, 11 and 13 or somewhere around Aww. there. They were in the and, and I says, well, I want to let you know how much I appreciate the fact that you guys actually enjoyed the show and that you guys liked me. And the girl, the, 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 the younger one, Sage, she goes, can we please get a picture? And, you know, the rest of my team, they just smiled and ran. And off they went. And I said, of course we can. And the little girl, she just threw her arms around me and tried to hug me. And Sienna Aww. came over and we got some pictures. They were the sweetest girls in the world. And they were just Aww. one of many, many people. It was just so much fun, you know, trying to shake hands and, and kiss babies while you're running through town trying to collect clues. And it was, you I mean, are the it was, sweetest, Dan. It, I mean, it was. It was literally a manic race, you know, to tie in your show. And it was so much fun. An absolute I was going to ask you, well, yeah, who, who did you team up with? Did, uh, was there a team that got you? Did you uh, were you with other reality people? What, what was the name of your team, if you remember that? <laughs> I, I 100% do. Somebody paid $1,000 to have me on their team. Of course Ooh. I remember who it was. Survivor <laughs> Oz. Ooh. Wow. If, if you specifically want to choose somebody to be on your team, then you pay extra for that. And somebody paid the extra money, and I was a part of the Australian team. And I also got uh, Mark from Biggest Loser. And, oh, uh, I love Mark. Good friend of mine. Oh, he is. Well, he had talked to me about um, the Tough Mudder. Tough Mudder. A lot. You, yeah. The both of you had talked to me about that separately. Yeah. And uh, Mark is such a – his girlfriend is just – she's so sweet, and Mark is a blast. We had yeah. so much fun together. Um, there was another lady on our team whose daughter was on Amazing Race, I think. Again, very sweet lady. Had a blast with, the, with her. And uh, there was another guy on our team. I think his name was Dennis. And he ran the race two years ago and during the race had a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. I was there. Oh, my God. That was so crazy. I didn't know he was back running. Yes. He, uh, wow, that's epic. That was, his, that was his first year, 
and he had a he had a heart attack during the race, and uh, he died. They took the paddles to him, uh, CPR, and they brought him back. So he was dead, but he got better. And he came back to do the race wow. last year, and uh, he completed it. And uh, he wanted to be on. He just he wanted to do the race again this year. And holy cow, what an incredible story! You know, and there he is. You know, the second year after his heart attack, racing with us Imagine. again. Yeah. Well, I, didn't yeah. Know I that. saw That's the tweet deep. that you sent out from the from the airport, wishing someone a happy birthday. Now, was that Mark? No, was that, the, was, um, who, that was that uh, was a Dwayne 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 Stroud, uh, Stroud from Survivor Talk with D and D. Okay, and I saw I, I knew, knew that his you, birthday was. I'm sorry. Yeah, I knew that you sent. A, I saw you send the birthday wish out to somebody from the airport, and I I didn't know who it was, but I saw that you had sent a birthday wish out to somebody from the airport, and I thought that was really cool too. You're well, always his, doing uh, something nice for somebody. You're so cool, Dan. I want no, to be cool like you. You're so I'm nice. A I'm you a are jerk. not. Just, you can't I'm fool of, anybody anymore. Listen, don't <laughs> buy it. He is not a jerk. He is the nicest person and so great to talk to, so smart. You know, you can just have a conversation like can never stop, you know. So you're too hard on yourself, Dan. Well, I, and honestly, Michelle, it was – I mean, that was what was that? Your your fifth, sixth year in a My row that you were in the Alley Valley. Yeah. yeah. Don't sell your, yourself short. You have been kicking ass and not bothering with names for all these years, going out there raising money. You know, bringing a smile, a positive attitude, those badass dance moves. You had everything there. <laughs> Seriously. Did she that karaoke? Was, there was no, no karaoke, which year. really bummed me out. Yeah, was, they didn't um, do any karaoke. They did a lip syncing contest, which was it was fun, but um, I, I would have rather seen karaoke. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to, personally. but instead I just did my jumping air splits in the air and oh, rock that dance so, floor. So sexy, not gonna lie. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Don't care. I am happily married. It was smoking hot. I, there's, I just, I can't deny it. It's true. Thank you. I was definitely sore the next day. I'm like, remind her to stretch out before I do that. I haven't done that in years, Dan and Terry. I was like, oh, my God. I think I pulled something. I'm like, I I'm not. I wonder if anybody you know, got video of that. Um, I, if, if they do, God bless them. I, you know, but, yeah, we, it, we definitely all had a blast. Now, what was your favorite part of the race? Was there um, one of the stops that you just really, really loved? On the re- on the rally itself, the race. Yeah, during the race. Yeah, what was your favorite pit stop? Um, I was I was bummed out because I'm too fat to ride the mechanical bull, so that made me no. Sad. Yeah, yeah, oh. I'm over the weight. So Mark and I were both over the weight limit for the mechanical bull. Um, jeez, uh, I kicked ass on the blow darts. Uh, me oh, too. There was an 80s music quiz, and I crushed it. Yes. I, have, I absolutely crushed it. Um, what was your scavenger- least favorite one? My least favorite one? Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Bob Crowley stop, where there were four different things you had to do simultaneously. 
Oh, the survival one where you had to like tough. It was worms, right? There was uh, eating worms, balancing, balancing for a minute, make fire, and build a hanging three-dimensional puzzle simultaneously. And you had to complete three out of four of those challenges in order to proceed. And if you couldn't, then you had to take a five-minute penalty or pay $20.16 to just keep going. And um, somebody on the team just couldn't, they couldn't build that three-dimensional puzzle. So we got, we got killed in time on that one. Oh, see, my team, we, we you know, every team got uh, a skip. And then I think when you got to the reptile one, you got a skip too. So yep. I had done the race so many times, and I'm looking, and I'm going, we need to use our skip on this one. So we skipped that one, and I'm glad we did. Which one? Oh, that four? I wish we had. Yeah, yeah we skipped I, that. I, really I said, wish we need we to had. skip this guy. That took How did your team have it doing overall? Uh, we finished 33rd. Hey. So hey, you I know, was, it's like 80 teams. That's good. I was that. What, what did you finish? Fourth place. You finished fourth? Fourth place overall, and we, I was with a corporate team. I was with uh, the executive, uh, the exit reality, and out of the corporate teams, we got second place. Holy cow. Yeah. Kicking ass wow. and taking names and numbers. All that, Dan. Once again, not even bothering with the names. Cast the names aside. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the who, best who, I did. Was... Last year, I did seventh place. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, but it was just yeah, me we, with um, um three people that were realtors. It's just funny because I I was a realtor when I was on um Big Brother. So last year I was on a different rea- uh, realty team too. So Okay. You know, they love me, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah. Who wouldn't love you? Come on. Oh. See how sweet he is, you guys. Don't let that tough exterior fool you. <laughs> Like a, a pancake, just flip him over. He's soft on one side. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you were able to attend and experience it, and hopefully, you know, you get to go back again next year, and we'll do it all over again and then build some more memories and have some fun. Yeah, well, good stories come from bad decisions, and I'm definitely the king of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we all are. We're all guilty as charged, Dan. <laughs> All guilty as charged. Um, but once again, we just want to thank everybody out there who's listening that, uh, you know, that donated. Thank you so much. And I yeah. hope that you enjoyed watching um, us and also following our tweets and social networking so that you were part of it. Because I know a lot of you guys wished you were there. And if, if you can plan now, start saving some money so that you can also attend yourself Um it was definitely awesome. There was a lot of people that got that VIP pass and uh, they were able to hang out with us and go on the bus with us and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, maybe put it on your Christmas list if you're not naughty. So There you go. Don't be naughty. That's okay. We don't mind naughty. We like naughty, naughty, right? Naughty means we get spankings. So that's nice. So that's... Terry's naughty too. (laughs) Yeah, we used to know. I'll plead the fifth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, well, Mr. Dan, let's talk a little bit about Survivor, okay? Okay. Uh, first off, before we get to the really, really good stuff, um, when the season started, um, I'm sure you had your picks of your fave and stuff. Who who did you pick? You know, I know people get, usually have a top three or something. Who were the top three that, you know, that you um, were rooting for or still are if they're still in the game? My original uh, I was in a fantasy draft with on Survivor Talk with the Indy, and my number one pick was Michelle. Um, if if I had gotten if we had gone second, you would have gotten two picks. My top two picks were going to be Michelle and Jason, and mm-hmm. uh, and I still really like Julia. Um, I think Aubrey is in a better position than Julia is right now. Uh, Michelle yeah. is kind of laying low, which I think is good. I think there are bigger personalities that are larger threats right now. So I think she could skate to the end, but I don't know if she's got enough juice. I don't know if she's got enough clout, you know, to say, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did. Cause I think that's people respect gameplay and I'm not yeah. sure if she's got enough gameplay to impress the jury right now, but I still like her. I still like her. I, I'm I'm very optimistic for her. Um, I think I think Scott is taking the brunt of the heat for things, so I think Jason could make a very good argument. Um, I think he's pissed a lot of people off, but uh, yeah. I think he I think he could still make a good argument. I'm still those are my those are my you know man or woman picks right now, but I, I, I said it before the season started. I think this may be one of the strongest all new female casts they've ever assembled. And I still think a woman wins this game. I still think a yeah. woman's going to win. Yeah, I, I think that they, they definitely picked a great group. Um, I agree with you. Definitely some of the strongest competitors that we've seen, um, men and women. Um, you, you, you know, obviously we're a part of the Survivor and, you know, seeing um, – I, don't, I can't remember if it was week three or week four when um, they had three people with, with the heat stroke, Caleb, and got out and everything. Um, what are your thoughts on that, uh, on the, you know, how many people have been so hurt and taken out of the game this year with injuries? I I got to tell you, I, I think it's reprehensible on the part of, of CBS and Survivor. I think that they – they, the average temperature the whole time that they were there was 118 degrees. And to wow. sub- subject these people to those kind of challenges, all for some salt and pepper, I think that's, that's just irresponsible. You know, there's a point where, you know, it, it stops being good TV and it, it, it's just you're taking it too far. You're taking it way too far, you know, and it wasn't even for immunity. And I was actually, um, I, I've been able to spend time with some of the cast. Right before I came to the reality rally, I was hanging out with Jason and his wife. And uh, we got together with Julia and Aubrey and a bunch of Julia's friends and Aubrey's boyfriend. And we all hung out at Julia's apartment and we watched the episode together. Um, but I had also spent time with Michelle and Anna, who are just absolutely wonderful. And uh, I was with Michelle, excuse me, I was with Anna the week that Caleb was evacuated when that whole, that whole thing went down. And Debbie actually came up as well. Debbie doesn't live too far away from Anna. And uh, all I could think to myself is just 
stop. Quit the challenge. Who gives a shit about about some salt? You know, just yeah. I mean, it's not it's not worth it. And then at the end, they simply put up a little thing that said Caleb's made a one hundred percent recovery. I'm like, really? You think that's it? You think that's that's all you should say to make it better? I I, I just I don't know. I just felt like it was really irresponsible to subject these people to that. Yeah, uh, it know. was very scary watching it. You know, I I'm you know that's my family, my big brother family, and I've hung out and everything. And I, you know, I was sitting here with my mom watching it. We were crying. You know, yeah. we were so concerned and we couldn't believe that they let it get to that point. You know, it's you got to say you know when you you got to draw the line and stop. I mean. It was very, very, very scary to watch. And he was in the hospital for, like, five days. I mean, um, I, I think he posted out a tweet, like, you know, like his organs were starting to fail and stuff. It was, like, crazy. You know, yeah, that's both his, really, both really his scary. Liver and his, both his liver and his kidney were shutting down. Um, a liver and kidneys, excuse me, were shutting down. And um, I was sitting with Anna, and she's, she was crying all over again. And I'm sitting there, and she's, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, holding her and she's just crying and I'm crying watching this as well. And, um, and what she said when they went to put Caleb onto the chopper on the Cineflex um, and everybody came over to say goodbye to him. And he was, he was out, he was out to lunch. His eyes were rolling back in his head. He was gone and everybody was terrified. They were absolutely terrified. And uh, they were so busy looking at Debbie, Anna was telling me that she was screaming at Probst. Now, they didn't show her screaming, but they kept showing Probst look over and look over and look over. But all they had was the one doctor. And these people are dropping like flies. It was really frightening. And, uh, you know, and Neil, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people had said things to me about the fact that, you know, it seemed like one of the, the worst exits ever as far as the medical evac. And part of what people were complaining about was that they looked at several people, including Aubrey, and they looked at one of her infections, like, all right, we're going to put you on some antibiotics. Neil comes over, and they look at his back, and like, all right, it's not that big of a deal. They looked at his knee, and they're like, well, you're out of the game. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? put him on antibiotics or something. Let the guy stay in the game. He already was. They didn't show that. They didn't mention it. He was already on antibiotics. And uh, the doctor was right, 100% right. Uh, I had a streptococcus cellulitis infection in my knee a few years ago, and I was about, I'd say, an hour away from surgery. Um, If I had waited just a little bit longer to go into the hospital, then I would have gone for surgery because an infection will tear through a joint, absolutely just ravage a joint. And if he had waited, he he could have lost his knee. And so it, 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 was, the, it was the knee one that got him out. It wasn't the one in the back, correct? No, the back one was very uh, it was very superficial. It wasn't hard, so it hadn't really permeated, uh, you know, deeper layers of, of of the skin. But the knee one was hard. And you could see where it had exploded and it was open. And, oh. um, but it was very hard around it, which means it was deep inside the, you know, underneath the skin. And if the, effect, in, if the infection got into his knee, it would have destroyed his knee. 
So uh, it's heartbreaking. You never, I don't care if you like the person or hate the person. You, you don't ever want to see anybody be medically evacuated, or at least I don't. That's yeah. my own opinion. And yeah. um, I'd rather beat you on the field than have you eliminated, you know, because that to me, that's, that's a tainted victory. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and it's heartbreaking that Neil went out the way he did. But uh, I guarantee yeah. you we will see him again. I believe that we'll see Caleb back as well. I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think oh, that they yeah. should be back automatically without a doubt. Um, all right. Well, hopefully that will be the end of seeing people, uh, you know, leaving or evacuated this season. It's just, to me, it's it was just way too many people. It just was very scary. Michelle? Um, yeah. And Dan? We have a yeah. caller who's calling all the way from Canada. Would you mind well, taking a call? Up there in Canada, hey? Hey, Canada, let's take the caller. We have Benita Hello. on the line with us. Thank you for Who? calling, Benita. Michelle. Hey, Benita, what's up? How are you doing, Chicky Poo? <laughs> what's going on? I can't wait for you to get to the tea nut so we can go for wine. <laughs> I'm always associated with wine. Of course, I'll be coming up to Canada for everybody um, who's listening. I uh, got my flights yesterday, and I will be coming up to the Big Brother Canada for finale party. So be ready for me. Nice. Oh, I can't wait, sweetie. I'm I know, so excited. I can't wait. I'm excited I'm gonna try and get down to get some tickets. I'm gonna try and get some tickets for the show because yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to make it to the actual finale. I'm gonna be going just to the finale party, but I will be meeting up with everybody in Toronto. So I'm not gonna be able to actually make it to the finale show. Um, okay, well then but, that's uh, okay. even better. We're both going for sure. Yes, definitely. Make sure you got barrels of it. Oh, oh, this is perfect. Hopefully, if, if Virginia can join us, that's awesome. Because she's just north of me. Oh, I can barely hear you. I know. That's because I'm calling from far and my phone sucks. You're calling from <laughs> Canada, eh? <laughs> I'm calling right from Toronto. Toronto, huh? <laughs> well, you better, stop, you better start stopping on some grapes now. I don't know if you guys What's have that? enough wine up there. You better stop stopping on grapes I'm now because I don't know if you guys have enough wine. I, I got the wine in me as we speak. Oh, perfect. Nice. Perfect. perfect. And well, I'm, thank and you I'm, for calling in, Chica. Okay, sweetie. You take care and we'll see you soon. I will see you in less than a month, darling. Hello all to all of you, Maniac Monday. That's right. All right, girl. that's thank awesome. For, thank you for calling thank in. Thank you so much, Benita. Love, love y'all. Love, love you, Benita. Benita. Take care, hon. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye, hon. You better go, better go stomp on some grapes because I don't know if there's enough wine up there for me, Benita, to drink. That was great, all calling right. all the way from Canada to say hi to Michelle. Oh, I love everybody. Oh, thank you guys for giving us love here. We appreciate it. Um, all right. Well, Dan, okay. So, let's talk about last week's show. Okay. Holy, okay. First off, let's, 
back it up for a minute. What are your thoughts on this super idol? I think it's pretty cool, and I'm, you know, excited to see if what happens with that as we saw, um, you know, a little bit of threats this week. But what are your overall thoughts on the super idol? I, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. No? I, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't like it, no, because it takes all the guesswork out of, out of the game. You can just sit on that idol and wait and wait, and you can be completely, absolutely blindsided. And then you whip it out after the votes are ready. No, no, I didn't know that was coming. I changed my mind. And, you, and you're safe. I, I, yeah. It, it's too much. It's too much of an advantage. You know, there's, if, you, if it's a, just a normal idol, you take the chance that you're going to play it and it's going to work or it doesn't work, you know? And the, the whole super idol thing, I, you know, I mean, look at it from this perspective. Everybody knows that season 31 and 32 were filmed backwards. 32 yeah. was filmed first. 31 was filmed second. Did they use the super idol in 31? No. Then clearly it doesn't work out very well, does it? Mm. So I mean that's 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 just my opinion, but I, I, I it's I, just it's too much of an advantage. I just like how it can turn the game completely around, you know. Uh, well, an idol an idol can, you know, if it's played right. But you have to have enough savvy right. to play it right. There's no savvy yeah. with this idol. You just play it after the votes are read. And so now there's no blind side to you. None. Zero. And, again, there's so much that we don't see. And I don't know a lot of what happened. But, boy, they really blew it by getting rid of Debbie. They really blew it. They I agree with Debbie you. They should have Debbie in the game. Oh, you do? Okay. I so, so I'm agree with you. on this one. No, yeah, you're they, not at all. They, they absolutely – so here's what they had. I, I don't care what anybody says. Beat me up all you want. I can do basic math. And Survivor is, was, and ever shall be a game of numbers. Yeah. Okay? You need the numbers in your favor. Last week, there were nine people. There was Scott, Jason, and Ty. Now, the three of them had two idols, and they can make a super idol. But there were six people on the other side. If three of them voted for, it doesn't matter who. It literally, it doesn't matter who. Let's say Jason. The other three vote for Ty, let's just say. Then Jason, Scott, and Ty all vote for Sydney because that's who they said they were going to target. Now the three of them, it's a three-way tie. So let's say one of them plays the idol, and he goes, I don't want to be on the chopping block. You just get rid of two idols simultaneously. Hold on for a second. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Oh, we may have to cut this interview short. They could flush both the idols. There's a revote. Now it's only Scott. Excuse me. It's only Jason and Sydney. Five people vote for Jason. Two people vote for Sydney. Uh, Jason goes home. The idols are flushed. They keep the numbers, and you can just pick off um, Deb and Joe whenever you want. But now they've lost the advantage of being able to split the votes. Now it's five versus three, and those three still have an idol or two idols and one super idol. Yeah, 
I was a little confused by that, like by how they were, they told them and why they didn't think, okay, so let them use the idol. We'll just, you know, like you said, uh, three vote for, because if the super idol can only be used on one person, you right. know what I mean? So why would they let them use simultaneously. it? Yeah. Right. The even dumber was, move was that Jason gave his idol to Ty. Now, what if Ty just gets sweet talked by the girls and decides to go over to the girls' side? They cannot make Ty give that idol back. It was given to Ty correct. at Tribal Council in front of Jeff Probst. That's he correct. Can, he does not have to give that idol back. That is 100% correct. So Ty could sit there, and Jason's like, give it back to me. He's like, nope, not now. And yep, Jason could have gone home. he can keep that idol that is... forever. Now, and again, it's the same kind of thing, that, like the way Tony won in his season. He basically just sat there, and he goes, well, I got a bag of tricks, so you better not vote for me. And everybody's like, well, I guess we better not vote for him. And they never did. So he floated through the game with all these idols. You, you flush those idols. You hammer him with votes every single week. You make him use those idols. You get rid of those idols. To me, if you know somebody's got an idol and you don't make them use it, that's a rookie mistake. Well, yeah, again, again, I'm only going on what we've seen. I don't know a lot about the backstory or behind the scenes or anything else. I'm sure there's an enormous amount of information. But, you know, again, only talking about what we've seen, what they've shown us, the way that the edit is presented to us, that's just my opinion on it. So, Yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never did a tribal council. I know it's hours long, and, you know, everyone's kind of going back and forth discussing it, and it's like kind of the spur-of-the-moment thing. But I would have been like, let's do this, let's do that. It seemed like nobody took that initiative to be like, you know what, they want to tell us about the idol, they want to give it to Ty, well, let, guess what, let's, you know, vote Scott and, and Kyle then, you know, right. and, and or Scott and Ty, and Ty would have used it or whatever. But how come exactly. nobody thought about at least splitting the votes? I mean, it's crazy because right. they're, all, they're all smart people, and, you know, especially Debbie and stuff like that. I mean, I think she's very, very smart, very competitive, and I don't know if it was just a spur of the moment thing and they didn't have time to react or what happened. There had to they, be some they, kind of back talk that we didn't see. Well, I think part of the problem was that Aubrey was so distrusting of Julia. I think that was a big part of it. And they weren't willing to take the chance that they were going to split the vote being contingent upon her being loyal and with Aubrey having such a monstrous amount of distrust in her. And I'm hoping that last week's vote of Julia voting with them will solidify that. I don't know if it will or not. And I, I think that they've, you know, and again, I, I asked Julia, I'm like, why two weeks ago when they were going to, when they talked about getting rid of, uh, I think it was, I think it was Nick. Yeah. And Julia went to, Michelle, I think it was, and she says, if we get rid of Nick, Jason is going to be furious and there will be retribution. I'm like, at that point, then get rid of Jason. If you yeah. know that he's that big of a threat, why didn't you target him then? And she said, because Joe already had Nick in mind and you can't change Joe's mind. And I said, well, then whatever. Then leave Joe out of the mix. You had enough people to get rid of Jason at that point. 
You know? Yeah, you it was just one person, him. yeah. You, you didn't need his vote to have the majority. Yeah. And they, she's like, uh, whatever. And I'm like, well, oh. you know what else, too? We saw, obviously, Scott and Kyle and Ty, which I was a little bit surprised about, but, you know, they got rid of the machete. They put up the fire many times Pass. in front of everybody. So how come Hashtag they were just sabotage. like, screw yeah. you guys. You guys want to show us your idols? Well, guess what? We're going to put you all up there. We're going to, you know, put all your names up there. Nobody, like, wanted to get back at them for that. I would have. I would have been like, revenge too. is on. I, I was surprised the that they get rid of Debbie blew my mind. I was really, we well, saw a different side of Ty. Um, well, it was a good opportunity for him because now he feels that Scott uh, and Jason are public enemy number one. Why wouldn't he want to ride with them? So Scott already dumped water on the fire, so he dumped water on the fire again. Everybody blames Scott. Nobody thinks it's Ty. Nobody right. thinks it's him. That was Nobody brilliant. would think it was him. Yep. It was brilliant. It was so, mind-blowing to watch it. You know, it's easy to be on the outside looking in and being like, of I can't believe he did this, I can't believe he did that. When you don't see everything, but I don't right. care how none of them, they were definitely on the radar, and then once they started showing the idols, it would have been like, let's do this. Let's just go for it yep. and see what happens. And if there's a tie, they, they, they pick the rocks or whatever, right? I mean, they, they go for the rock and whatever. If they get the white rock, they're out. They should have just let it go to that and see what happens. Who cares at that point? But what, what do you have to help them? But it wouldn't have gone to that. It wouldn't have gone to that because they still had the majority numbers even if they split. As long as yeah. they didn't say exactly who they were voting for, you know, it, it, it would have been worth it. It would have been worth a chance. So I, that's just my opinion. Listen, I hate to do this to you guys, but my boss is calling for me, and I'm still at work. I have to cut this short. So I got to let you go, okay. ladies. Okay, that's okay. But thank you so much for taking the time out to call, uh, call in and give us your opinions. And, and you know, you you were a part of Survivor, so it's great to get the insight of yourself. You know, you were there. You were in their shoes. Um, it seems like it's you know continuing to be a great season of Survivor, but. Uh, thank you again. It was great meeting you, Reality Rally. Uh, I know definitely for sure we're going to uh, get connected, and uh, hopefully you can do Tough Mudder with us. And uh, hopefully you can come back on Manic Monday, maybe near the end of Survivor, to give us your opinion on what's, what's been going on um, there near, near finale. How's that sound? I, I would be thrilled. I'd always, you guys are always great. I love talking to you ladies. I'm always so appreciative when, when somebody invites me to do interviews and I just, I still love it. I do. I still love it. And especially talking with you ladies, it's so much fun and I can't thank Aww. you enough. I, I hope you guys have a great night. I love you both. I'll talk love to you, you soon. Okay? Dan. All, All right. right. Good night ladies. Take care. Have a Bye. great night, Dan. Uh, he's so Aww. awesome. What a sweetheart. I know. He really, really is. Um, But just to touch base a little bit on that, um, I was really surprised. A lot of people are like, I'm off the tie wagon. And you know what? I'm not. Um, If you guys remember the first episode, Ty was talking about um, the plants and the trees and, you know, you must protect them and the chicken and all this stuff. And then in the next footage, we saw Ty ripping trees out of the roots, (laughs) looking for an idol. So it's not something odd to see Ty kind of go back on his 
and his ways are, are what his thoughts are. Um, he is playing a game, you guys. And um, but you know, Ty did put the the fire out, but nobody saw him do it. Cherry, he did it when everybody was sleeping. So they just assumed it must have been Scott that did it or Jason that did it. So um, I think that the guys, uh, you know, Ty kind of feels maybe like he might be alone and needs to be with them. And I think actually Ty's sitting in a really good position because I feel like that the other side feels like that they still have him and they can utilize Ty, Cherry. What do you think about that? I, I think Ty's kind of like the floater, not the floater, but the one that, you know, you really don't know what, what he's going to do, what side he's going to go on. He's like the one that's like on the fence. Well, I think the girl's only chance right now is to get Ty over to their side because he has that super idol. And I'll tell you what I said on Thursday's um, Survivor Karang recap show with Mike Albright. And I think the girls have one thing that is the secret weapon to getting Ty. What is it, Jerry? Tell us. And it's foolproof. Mark the chicken. Yes. They got to get. They're gonna. They gonna they, kidnap it. <laughs> they got to either get getting Mark the chicken's good graces, or hold Mark the chicken as ransom, or whatever the case might be. But I think everything leads to Mark the chicken with Ty. So mm, whatever they have to point. do, it all leads back to Mark the chicken. Hey, and we, we all had a good laugh <laughs> Thursday, last Thursday camp. night. They dropped the all camp. I turned the fire out and hide the machete. Then let's play hide the chicken. Hide Mark the chicken. <laughs> hide the if chicken. He, and, you know, I was just going to say, now everybody knows that Ty has a super idol and that there is a super power. Um do you think that they're going to flush that out soon, Cherry? Like, do you think you know that it does put a next... great big target on him, and it's going to be interesting to see how it's perceived and what they do. Um, first, I think the girls are going to try to smooth him over to their side. If yeah. he comes with them, I think they'll be fine. If not, I think they're going to start putting votes on his back every tribal and he's going to have to play it you know eventually um because it would be dumb if it would be they don't go for you know either getting Ty on their side and then saving the super idol for that you know for their side or going after and just flushing it out Right, I mean, yeah. they have to go for it this week, no? Yeah, it, it's it's going to be either Ty comes over with them and brings a super idol with them, or they're going to have to start laying votes on him and and flush that idol out. One of, one of the two. Mhm. So, interested to see. Uh, to see that Ty is still my favorite. I don't care if you put out water or not. 
I mean, fire. Oh, I, 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 I could care less about that. It's a game. I've been saying I think producers ought to give Ty his own show right, you know, right after the season airs on CBS. I think some producer ought to give Ty his own TV show. Everybody in America has fallen in love with Ty. And <laughs> I think even if it was just a gardening show, I think it would be a hit. You know, everybody <laughs> loves him, you know. <laughs> and Mark can be Mark the chicken could be his sidekick. There you go. There you go. Hopefully he'd be fattened up a little bit once once he got over here. That's the skinniest chicken ever. (laughs) Well, let's let's hope that Buck survives and and doesn't get eaten up because eventually he's probably going to get eaten up, Jerry. I don't know if if Ty could handle it now if they decided to eat him. Ty would be well. In pieces. Well, they did, you know, um, throw the machete and put water out. So at this point, I'd be like, I'm hungry for some chicken. That's what I'm yeah, hungry for. If Jason and Scott were to decide that they wanted to eat Mark, I think that would send Ty running to the girls in a heartbeat. Ty would be devastated and so upset he would go with the girls right then and there because the girls would all gather around him and support him and coddle him and be there for him. And Scott and Jason would just be laughing at him while they marked the chicken. And that would definitely... I don't don't know... (laughs) if that would be the brightest move for Scott and Jason, but sometimes they don't always make the brightest moves. Um, yeah, I actually like Scott and Jason for TV purposes, entertainment value. Um, I, it's, I got this thing where I like the most hated or the underdog. I, I don't know what it is, um, but uh, I like to see what happens uh, Wednesday. So make sure you guys uh, either record it or are – uh, tuned in at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays. We'll be back talking about that next week as we start. Debbie got voted off. Um, Debbie's a hardcore chick, I'll tell you that right now. Um, so they made that move, so we'll see how that works out, how that pans out for everybody next week. All right, let we have a few minutes. I want to talk about Big Brother Canada 4. Uh, I will be saying some spoilers, so if um, you haven't seen any spoilers, I want you to put your fingers in your ear and go, la, 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 Okay. So we talked about Ramsey leaving. I did see in the chat room people were wondering, you know, is somebody going to get evicted this week? I believe they're still going to be going with the flow. If anything, maybe... Possibly they might bring back a jury member to uh, take that place because once Ramsey goes, he cannot come back. Once he leaves that house and goes into um, society and uh, oh, find bring back Levita. Yes, I'm sure she's already home. So um, she actually oh, accepted right. my friendship. So she already knows. Oh, that's right. So she maybe did mine too. So 
Yeah, so maybe they're going to scramble and say they're going to come up with a – if they didn't already oh, have I it. Oh, I know who to bring back. Who? My welder. Who? Your who? Um, um, the welder guy. Um, God, I can't think of his name. Is he in jury right now, or? Yes, he, I think he was. Uh... Well, the first one that was in jury was Mitch. And then. Oh, maybe he um, didn't make jury. Yeah, you talking about Dallas? Yeah, Dallas. I don't think he did make jury. No, he didn't. I love, I would love to have Dallas, but unfortunately he didn't. So it'd be, right now it would Damn. be Mitch. Or as we saw who left last week. Um, Kelsey and Raul were up on the block, and Raul was voted off. He was one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites got evicted. LaVita, Dallas, and Raul were my top three. (laughs) Way. So we saw Raul get evicted. So, you know, Mitch and Raul right now are on the jury. Um. There was I wish a, they could bring back um, Dallas. I really liked him. I know. I know. It's sad. Um, but as we saw this week, um, there was no HOH uh, competition, Cherry. I don't know about you, but I definitely did vote um, because it was Canada's choice. Well, I guess technically Canada and America and whoever else can vote. Um, and it was their choice to pick two people or peoples, as we saw, um, to go for a random HOH. So it was between the two of them, they were going to be randomly picked, as we saw, it was roulette. And it was between who I voted for, Nikki, and the brothers, which was a little bit surprised because, you know, when the people are voting, for me, I feel like they're going to vote for their most favorite. So I was surprised a little bit about the brothers because it seems like if you go online, um, the brothers are not really too much liked. And I guess they've been really going on a tangent right now in the live feeds. Uh, I believe, I'm not sure if it was um, uh, Phil or Nick, which one, but uh, somebody said to one of the brothers, you know you're on live feeds so everybody can see you. And he said, I could care less what Canada's seeing. So um, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, the brothers are going crazy. Um, So what happened was the house went into the roulette room, and they dropped the ball down, and whoever got the most balls, um, ooh, balls, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, would become HOH. And as we saw, Nick and Phil um, are the HOH. Um, you know, they well, obviously haven't really they been... have more balls than the Nikki has. She has no balls. She's got no balls. No, she, she has um... lots of balls in reality, but physically, <laughs> I, to see, I wanted to see where you were going to go with that. She's got lots of balls. Well, well, but I, I just thought it would be like also like within the house because like she's not even from Canada and she was as a top two, so I'm sure that was kind of like a, uh, a kill to a lot of people's egos in that house, Cherry. 
because of course like it's like a popularity contest when you know you have people voting for you they're going to pick who they like the most right so i was really hoping to see nikki as hoh i don't know about anybody else but i was like what was she going to do you know you just don't know um, i would have so, loved to have seen nikki as hoh oh my god cherry could you imagine that would have I been just, so epic. It would have been so epic. So we'll only dream about uh, what would have happened. Um, so um, Nick um, and Phil, they were going back and forth between Jared and Kelsey and Maddie and Ramsey. I was kind of really hoping that, you know, the brothers were going to go with Jared and Kelsey, who blatantly, not really Kelsey, but Jared, blatantly were trying to get them out and are saying, you know, if one of them went next week, they're going to take the brothers out, um, get them get put up on the block. But as we saw, Ramsey and Maddie were put up on the block. Um, the veto competition was played, um, and um, Ramsey won, Terry. Um, this is before, you know, the, the whole thing with Ramsey uh, when he left. He left yesterday morning, so the, the competition already had happened, and the veto ceremony happened, and Ramsey obviously used it on himself. Um, and I know there was a lot of talk um, on the live feeds when it came back after Ramsey left. Like, Maddie was like, you know, that sucks because, you know, he could have used it on me. But, I mean, who knows that something like that's going to happen. I mean, um it was just, you know, one of those things that's unfortunate. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Um, so um, Maddie's still up in the block, and they did a veto um, uh, ceremony, which we're going to do a spoiler right now. And I believe that this person is definitely a pawn. Um, I don't believe that they're going to vote um, him out. Um and I, and, I, and I possibly believe that he actually probably told them to put me up uh, uh, against Maddie to make sure she goes home, and that would be Tim. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's, you know, I don't watch the live feeds, and um, it, it's hard for me to get um, online to, to watch what everybody's writing um, because of work and everything. But um, I, I want to say that I have a feeling that Tim probably said to the brothers, you know what, um, I don't want you guys, you know, ruffling more feathers and um, just put me up because I know that I have the votes to stay. And Maddie will go. Uh, the entire house basically told the brothers to put up Maddie and Ramsey. But basically Maddie, they like Ramsey. So I have a feeling that Maddie will leave unless there's some sort of twist that, you know, when it comes time for them to vote, Arissa says, well, um, it's about time to vote, but we're not going to have a vote because Ramsey left, and so we're going to not have an elimination this week. That could be a possibility, Cherry. Right? Or the House we would don't know be what they're gonna pissed do. off. And if you think about it, that's probably something the producers want to think about is that, you know, maybe there won't be an eviction and go right into the HOH comp. And guess what? Maddie can compete. The brothers can't. And uh, then she would win. You know how big brother always is. 
she'd probably win yeah. HOH and <sighs> or or they could do like um, Maddie gets voted out, and then right after that they can go well Maddie, Mitch, and Raul. There's going to be a competition uh, of chance, and one of you will be going back in the house right now. And Maddie wins it and goes walk, walking and, right know, back in. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of possibilities. I, I'm not really quite sure um, on what's going to happen, so stay tuned for that on Thursday. They'll do um, one of those competitions where you, it's it's geared towards somebody with little feet, you know, some something where you have to stand on a ledge or something, and those with little feet have the advantage or something. Tell me about it. Hello. I was on a ledge myself with tiny April. And then there's me, like nine inches taller than her and 30 pounds more than her. But I held my own. I held my own. So, and as we know, you know, it is the grand um, house and it's all about luck. It's all about rolling the dice, chances, um, you know, being at the right place at the right time. So, I'm interested to see how Big Brother Kansas are for because, I mean, they just are going left and right, back and forth with all these crazy twists. And um, I'm really enjoying uh, Big Brother Kansas are for. I'm really excited about going to the finale uh, party. Um, can't wait to come back and talk to you guys about what happens there. That will be um, May 14th to the 16th. The finale is May 12th. Um, and, uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Maddie needs big brother gods to be on her side. And as we know, the big brother gods have been shining, shining, shining all around. <sighs> yep. So we will see. And just right. to let you know, yes. um, we were talking about the alone show before we, uh, brought on your special guest and yeah. it was, it's Vancouver Island that they are all dropped off on and the season premiere starts thursday april 21st at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central and um the previous season is all online so you can watch all of those episodes online and um making the cut is the name of the episode that's on history channel right now that is like the pre-episode to this season as I said that shows how everybody got on the show and what they go through to prepare for the season and um, what they teach them in Vancouver to prepare to go to Vancouver Island to be out there alone so it's a. They sort of introduce you to every cast member. Last season it was all men. This season there's three women. Oh. Yeah, I know. Um, so Ooh. it's going to be really interesting to see them out there alone and living with. A couple of them last year literally tapped out because there was black bears coming up to their shelters and they were like you know I want to win the money as bad as anybody 
but I'm not willing to be eaten alive by a bear. And yeah, they checked uh, out. Black bears are the black bears are the meanest ones too. So you just stay away from them or just play dead. Which is easier said than done. They I do have air horns things. that they give them to try to scare the bears away, but they don't last forever. And no. and you don't want to bring attention to yourself either. Like, hello, bear, I'm over here. Here's my air horn. Beep, come get me, come eat me. <laughs> but this show is just incredible. Um, the scenery is incredible. Them filming themselves without a film crew is very interesting. Um, so there's no producers, like, getting involved and deciding what they should, you know, say and how they should say it, you know, that kind of thing, Uh, a show like I've never seen before. And I hope you guys all give it a chance. Um, Yeah. Very, very interesting. Give it a shot. Add it to the list. Yes. Add a loan. All right. Um, We'll make sure you guys stay tuned for next week. Uh, We have Miss Cindy with an S Whitman's from Big Brother Canada 3. Um, She will be calling in to talk about Big Brother Canada 4. Um, We really didn't get into talking about the real world this week, so next week we will definitely talk about that. Um, The real world is definitely interesting. Um, It's just crazy, and I know Joe Arnold loves him some real world. So sorry, Joe, we didn't get to chat about that. Um, And uh, we'll be chatting about the amazing race where we saw the mother and son. Um, They got – they were going to – Excuse me. Bless you. My allergies. Thank you. Uh, They got a second chance, so we'll see if they make it uh, um, past all their their endeavors to make it to stay alive next week. And uh, we'll be talking about that hopefully next week. What about Sherry on that bike? OMG. The mom? (laughs) She gave it her all on that bike. Oh, she's gonna be my on, God. She's going to be on Louis' show on either next Sunday. I hope it's going to be this coming Sunday. If not, this, if they're still out of town this Sunday, then it'll be the following Sunday. But I think she's going to be on this coming Sunday on Louis' show, um, on the Ooh. Amazing Race Second Pit Stop show. So we've talked to Thank her and... People going to be so much fun to talk to Sherry and hear what she has to say about being on the show. Um, she racked it on that bike. She just doesn't have the word quit in her vocabulary. Those that camels are fast, just, Sherry. Oh, my gosh. Those and camels she are does, freaking fast. I know. And like the week or two before when she was under the car, I mean – Changing out that damn oil. oil filter. I know she just doesn't quit. She does not quit, and I'm just so proud of her. She has done everything and then some. When she had to go across that rope from the mountain to mountain up there, when you know they were at the the ski place and. It was one of her greatest fears, but she faced it and went across 
that rope, and she literally had tears, I think, coming out of her eyes, but she faced her fears and did it, and she just doesn't let anything get in her way, you know? Nope. And they're going to have to do... um, an extra challenge this this week, but I think they'll do it and persevere. I have every bit of faith in them. I really do. Absolutely, absolutely. So you guys make sure you watch that on Fridays at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, that was, should be interesting. I think that they will definitely do good. I, I have faith in them. So we'll see what happens with that. All right, Cherry Pie, it's another Manic Monday under the belt, another notch. Absolutely. We've manic covered Monday a lot of ground. Balls. Manic Monday balls, <laughs> as you like to say. We like the balls. So make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for next week again. Cindy with an S will be on. Thank you for Dan Foley for calling in from Survivor Worlds Apart. Love hearing from him and his stories about Reality Rally and his thoughts on Survivor. And I hope you guys all have a fabulous week. I love you guys. Chat room, I love you. Listeners, love you. And my cherry pie, I love you. I love you. We'll we'll pray for Houston. And hopefully yeah. the rains will stop. And yeah. I'm so glad to hear your voices back. You sound yes. so much better than last week. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, and yes. But, you All know, right, as dear. much as my voice comes back, my voice will leave eventually. So until then, you'll the have to hear me. next event you go in, to. <laughs> yep, you'll hear me in full throttle. Uh, so you guys, I love you guys, and let's wrap it up, Cherry. I want to remind everybody to join us on Thursday night for our Survivor Karang recap show with host Michael Albright. That show begins at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Back here again on Sunday for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop show with host Luis Dorado from Season 16 of the Amazing Race. And then back here again on Monday for the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa from Season 10 of Big Brother. All of our shows start at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, so it makes it easy to remember what time to be here on Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays. So, hope to see you back here. Have a wonderful week. I'll be posting who our guests will be on Facebook and Twitter, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And the St. Louis Blues are leading the Blackhawks in a seven-game series where up three to two right now, and all I have to say is, go Blues. So we're gonna wrap this go one up blues. with Ron as we always do. Thank you all so much for being here in our chat room. Thanks to those who will be listening to us later in podcast form. We love you too, and I hope, as Michelle said, everybody has. A wonderful week ahead, and join us when you can. Here's Ron to close us out. Good night, everybody. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. 
God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great one. Special thanks to Jason Lee, who always helps us out so much with his wonderful posters and tweets for us. Um, And to Thomas and Leah and Chi-Town Joe and all of our regulars who are in our chat room all the time. Thank you guys so much. And let's say good night, Michelle. Good night. Good night. That's a wrap.